Hello everyone, welcome to Stream Marketing Show. Gong Wei Fa Choi, Gong Si Fa Chai. You know, like wherever you are. This is seventy-two, right? Wherever you are from, I hope you are having fun, hanging out with your loved ones, and basically, you know, anyway, still wear masks, do your SOP kind of stuff, right? Anyway, tonight we have a very special guest. I think you've seen this guy like Donkey Times. He's one of our best. You know, guru, they come in and thought about something crazy that blown our mind away, right? So this is really something uh, uh, that I, I mean, uh, this is the reason why we brought him in, uh, because he's kind of like a tiger, to us, right? and we, you know, we just want to unleash the power yeah, of man. the year of tiger to into tiger a, in the world of marketing. Yeah, man, the tiger in the world of marketing. So that's the reason why we have we have Maverick here tonight. So wait, let me show the names just to make sure. So guys, if you're watching this live, right, just say hi wherever you are doing this from. Yeah, Bob say Maverick wearing red. Hey, you only notice Maverick wearing red. Ah, all of us wearing red. Ah, somehow I got a Mickey Mouse here purposely. I duck out this T-shirt from like you know like monkey years ago. You guys never notice. Set lah. Oh my god. Okay. Because I wear black all the time. We invited the Mickey Mouse, the Disney's representative. Yeah, I mean, I I represent Disney lah. I hope I can. But then again, that's that's how you see Manfred so happy. Don't know for what. Okay, by the way, I just want to share with you. Ah, if you watch NFL, ah, the Super Bowl, ah, whoever wins, ah, then then they will say one thing, no. Oh, see you in Disneyland. It's actually a paid, paid speech, no. Paid speech. Yeah, people who who won, they are paid to talk in front of the camera and say, "See you in Disneyland." Why must be Disneyland? So because the attention is there. Once they win, then they look forward to their first statement. The first statement: See you in Disney. This is some sort of promotion, and obviously Jason must be paid by Disney. You know better if it's paid by Disney. Hey, okay, no. By all means, please, Disney, come and talk to me, man. I wear this all the time. You know, I change my, I change my whatever, right? You know, I no longer want to wear the navy blue anymore. I go with this. Okay, all right, guys. Okay, now if you're watching this tonight, we have a very kind of like a loose. Show lah, but then again, I think since we have a very special guest tonight, right? But you know, then probably we want we want to allow him to share with us a bit about what he's doing right now, Maverick. I realized you had some like you launched something, and first you have a dog, right? You know, met Bella, and then you know, and you actually launched some framework about posting on social media. But what what are you really busy about these few days? I mean, these few. I mean. Yeah, oh, uh, probably getting uh getting told why I don't have red color stuff. So <laughs> actually, I just realized my flag is red, so I can take off the jacket because it's getting very warm. Yeah, my uh, fittings here is also red. Right? I actually can do with it, right? Let me change yeah, back correct. to navy blue, lah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I've been uh, doing quite a fair bit of research on textile wastage, actually. So for mm. sorry to be a downer for those people. Uh, just now before we came on board, we we're just saying. So whenever someone asks me, Mary, how come you can't even buy a red color shirt? So it's not about the price because it takes two thousand seven hundred liters of water to make one shirt, which means it's two years of drinking water to just to make one shirt. So like, if you only wear the shirt one time, right, man, it's just a waste of water, lah. You know, environmental and whatnot, right? So it goes to wedding gown yeah. industry, man. Oh yeah, man. Uh, true. That's one. Uh, just now we're talking about jeans. I uh, oh, jeans was seven years of water as well. Just for one pair. Wow, that long. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think sometimes consumerism 
So, uh, but very funny because all four of us are marketers, right? Our job is to help businesses move products off the shelf. And yet now we are talking about us telling them not to buy stuff. So not a very good start. Okay, what I've been uh, really doing for the last couple of days is uh, decking up this new studio. Uh, I don't know whether you I can hear if you on the headset, you can still hear the echo. So I just, I realize no, the echo is okay with me. As long as we didn't hear fireworks, okay already. Curtain. Uh, but I realized the bigger your place, you have echo and reverbs. You know, the, uh, so you all can't hear the echo, but I'm hear hearing my own echo right now. Like, so, oh. uh, which is tough. But last time in the smaller room with like, you know, just like a storeroom, I realized I never have an echo problem. So bigger oh. units, especially the ceiling. If the ceiling is higher, if you don't have enough fabric stuff, uh, right. that one's, uh, that's tough. Well, I always thought the echo works on small uh, spaces. So obviously my oh, size no, really. is wrong. Uh, okay, also because my positioning, because I thought I want to create some depth at the back. Correct. So I'm actually oh, yeah. looking at a corner. So whenever there's a corner, it's a 90 degrees, right? So I think the, the oh. sound will just bounce there. Yeah, it's just, yep. So if you ask me why I've been busy with just shifting <laughs> away uh, things, yeah, and because uh, prior to that, also uh, learning some stuff uh, about YouTube marketing. So one of the reasons uh, why setting up nice. this studio is also, uh, there's another wall over here that's white color. So the idea is to have different backgrounds. Uh, because so we are going, yeah, going to YouTube marketing this year, which awesome. I think is going to be, yeah. Uh, although very slow uh, to enter the game, but well, with Jason leading the way, why not, right? I yep. mean, so that's I wouldn't say leading the way. La. I wouldn't say leading the way. Yeah. But I do agree that, you know, uh, YouTube is one area that everybody have to start looking into because um, like the other day I was just sharing in my workshop talking about YouTube marketing, uh, essentially. I think social media is getting very fragmented. But then again, right, YouTube is a place where kind of like everybody is, is, is going to. You know, like your kids right. at one, two-year-old, that's where you actually fit them, right? I call this the digital pacifier. What the hell? And then uh, basically, when, when you grow old, you've got nothing to do. You stay home, you watch YouTube. Like the other day, I mean, in the past few days, I've been watching damn a lot of YouTube videos. And I actually do a lot of research on YouTube. And it's not like a social yeah. media because YouTube is not a social media. It's a place where we are there with the intention to consume information. Correct. So I think it's really a place you need to look into. So yeah, if you guys are interested, you can actually go to my YouTube channel if you're here. I've actually shared the video in the, all the trainings that I did. The last one was the one that I actually did last Friday, talking about my YouTube learning journey. So I think that's a good one. So, my friend, yes. But you know what? What are we going to talk about today? Huh? Not me talk about uh, It's just that I suggested since this is the start of the year. All right. Let's mm. go back to the basic. So the topic today is actually uh, marketing fundamentals. Interesting. Marketing fundamentals. But Maverick, before we start with Man, uh, Manfred's questions, right? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I wing it if you can catch this. <laughs> what do you think are the most important fundamentals for marketers to master? Mm. Wow, that's a good one. Okay, <laughs> in this day and age, right? Uh, I think curiosity. Because like if, I, if you say technology, I think you just can't catch up anymore. Mm. Like, I think there's 198 social media platforms today. So, I mean, we have like uh, three big ones over here, like, you know, with LinkedIn and Facebook and whatnot. But if you, we have to kind of prepare uh, for all the new social media, it's going to get more fragmented, actually. So, like, for example, Clubhouse. Uh, so, eventually, the, 
the smaller groups. So you won't see another Facebook anymore. I think, like, okay, I could be wrong. But you won't see another big Facebook anymore. It's, uh, even as big as Clubhouse was, right? it never reached the scale of Facebook. So what does it tell us? It, it basically tells us that uh, people actually, they are selective on what platforms they actually go for. So, uh, and just actually what you mentioned about YouTube is interesting because YouTube is not, uh, they call it social media platform, but if you don't comment, you don't like or do anything, right? It's just another TV, which means that it's just going there for uh, for the sake of consumption. Right? So that's mm. why uh, a lot of times when marketers or even those kids who are studying marketing, uh, they always ask me what is the, you know, what's one skill that they need to have? I say rather than skill, I will focus on attribute. If you can continuously be curious, like just like what Jason mentioned, I'm curious with YouTube, and YouTube is 2008, right? Started in 2008. Yeah. Uh, it's been there for like the, for 16 almost 15 years. Already, years. Yeah, 15, 16 yeah, there years. are still new things to actually look at. There, there's new stuff on Facebook as well. So if the moment we, we say, I, I think I know enough about Facebook already, uh, then guess what? They're just going to come and uh, surprise you with something else, right? So if we can always be curious uh, with human behavior as well, like just what, uh, like yeah. what uh, Jason just mentioned, if we know that YouTube people go to YouTube to consume, right? Which means that the video that we create have to be of a certain length. The quality have to be there to engage them as well. It, those hyper short TikTok kind of videos may not, the technique may not work on YouTube again. So I think if we always have the curiosity, right? We always like to experiment. Now. So if you ask me fundamentally, fundamentally, uh, that's curiosity. So two ways to apply this. If you are a business owner, if you're hiring a marketer, how do you find someone that's curious, right? Just ask them, hey, in the last three months, what's a new discovery or something that you learn about either yourself or something that you do? If the guy can't, like, uh, uh, don't know what to answer, right? Gone. Or, yeah, then, you, then you know already, lah. the person is yeah. not exactly, not just growth, not growth mindset, but they are just na not naturally curious. Yeah. yeah what mm. about the second, second one? Oh, second one would be for ourselves, uh, have a growth. Uh, I realize growth have to be intentional. So if you don't set aside the one, two hours, I think Andrew, you mentioned it before, like, do we, uh, do we set aside some time to just consume all the video one shot or just do it ad hoc? I realize yeah. if you don't set aside the time, right? Uh, if you don't have a plan, like this year, for example, me, I want to focus on doing YouTube. So first month is uh, post-production work, for example. So set a plan to learn about post-production stuff. What are the lightings I need to use and stuff like this. If it's not deliberate, right? Uh, you can wing it, but I think it's better for you to plan and let those other stuff that wing it to be spontaneous. Stuff. So as, the, as you discover, because if not, you're just sitting by the bus stop waiting for information to come. What if the bus change the route that day lah, then mm. guess what? No information is going to come. So yep. those two things I think would be useful uh, as a fundamental. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. So guys, uh, if you're watching this, right, I'm not sure why you're here. It's second day of Chinese New Year anyway, but if you're really curious, like, right? so, yeah, you <laughs> curious, curious about anything, okay, I would recommend that you post your questions in the chat because uh, this is where we will kind of like do whatever we can to, to kind of like satisfy your curiosity. Uh, the level we can but then again seriously i think manfred has got a lot of very interesting questions i think it's jumping here and there but then again let's go by 
we introduce i'll bring up the questions one by one uh, and i mean you wanted to say something i'm saying that because it's jumping here and right? because i don't have variety i don't want to zoom in something. <laughs> yeah. i can look at the questions i feel very interesting okay let's let's go with the first one we're going to use Memphis question as a trigger for us uh, to, uh, uh. i think it works to so we're just going to trigger something there you go let's go we talk about platform oh, wait, wait wait no 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 i don't want this i bring up this one ah this one this one this one yes yes direction strategy tactics skills and tools you see what uh, you yeah. powerful man you pack so many questions in one how are now you see this is a <laughs> whole package thing that i see it's okay so, okay i met a lot of people for the past past few months so a lot of people keep approaching me hey i need to learn facebook i need to do uh google search yeah then the thing is it still don't work it's not a tool it's not working this is so this is two level okay let's let's don't delve into that story let, let, as a marketer i tell stories since yep. this is chinese new year the child zodiac so i share a simple story with you all just bear with Please me uh, bear with me for a while so i think you all heard before the tortoise and the hair racing right mm -hmm. storytelling yeah. have to do yeah. storytelling wait wait sorry america not you yeah. not you let me bring up the storytelling the rabbit and the tortoise racing okay. right. so imagine if the rabbit has a ferrari and the tortoise has a minivan so okay. this is the puma so you think yeah confirm is the, the rabbit the hair will raise up because he got a ferrari one so this is two level so you think uh -huh. that they're there already but skills involved so if if the if the rabbit or the hair doesn't drive very well in ferrari, ferrari is too powerful for him he might not win one so that's skills level okay but skills level is not sufficient you need tactics as one level up say example uh if you if the if the rabbit actually has the Ferrari and he can drive a Ferrari very well, but he's going to take the country road, uneven road, he cannot take the highway. So the tactic might not be correct. And above all, the strategy, the direction is the most important. So say example from Singapore, I want to go KL, but the rabbit say, oh, I don't care. I want to hit soft. I want to hit soft to go KL. Everybody will know what Singapore go KL is heading north. One. So your direction, your strategy is wrong. So that's the, the, the most fatal part. So uh, elaborating the story is that a lot of times I, I meet people, they keep saying, oh, I need Facebook, I need the skill. But your direction, your tech, your tactics, not there. Then you blame on the skills and the tool. I think this is not very fair. Yeah, so this is the reason I was telling this very simple story about the, the direction of strategy, the tactics, the skills and the tool. Yeah. very interesting sorry very interesting. so my question sorry. is uh, which one comes first which yeah. one comes first uh? normally mm -hmm. i think it's the strategy will come first you, you think your direction how are you going to do who's your who's your uh your market or uh, your target audience what are the unmet needs what's your product and services that can really uh capture their attention and follow up the how you're going to market the things so the the part that the unmet needs are a lot of people didn't clearly uh, address or even mention about the the market size, total addressable market size, un uh, unserved market size, how big. And normally these kind of things is the minor detail. I give you one example for Singapore case. Uh, last time I, I served a national service, uh, when I get out of camp, uh, every 500 plus people come out, you know, everybody call taxi. You know. Then the, the camp is still calling. You know. Then the main comfort line all jam up. Nobody can go anywhere. Everybody is very upset. But this thing keep happening every weekend. 
Nobody is doing anything. So there's a gap and nobody addressed it. Then came Uber and Grab and they addressed the problem. Uh, I said, you, you wanted the, the transport, but you don't want to talk to someone because no matter how many hotline, they call 500 plus people all at one shot at one, one area, how to serve. And the hotline cannot pick up the call and find 500 people at one shot. So you need an app. Although I admit the app also unable to get 500 people all at one time. Mm-hmm. But at least it solved a partial problem. So a lot of times people didn't see the detail. You're upset. Ah, oh, such a stupid problem. This this comfort is not solving my problem. I wanted to get go home now. So this is the addressable market. So how are you? Are you able to provide a need, you not know, the unmet need? So this this thing is it's never been addressed. I, I see a lot of business and and I come to a conclusion which which kind of very interesting. I don't know for Malaysia, but for, for Singapore, I think it's before COVID, it's relatively easy to do business. Anyhow, whack. Don't need to think about market size. Don't need to think about America. Do. Oh, I haven't got business already. But ever since COVID happened, everybody suffer because market size reduced. So the, 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 the proper marketing thing wasn't there. So hence, this question comes up. Okay, enough means of talking. Let's my, our, our guests and our fellow co You brought us to... <laughs> Don't know where, you know, kind of like, hmm. but no, then again, but I think it's a very good question where I think what you're trying to address, correct me if I'm wrong, huh, my friend. No. I mean, I think what you're trying to bring out here is a lot of people look at the problem. I mean, they don't look at the problem as a whole. Hmm. They only look at what they believe. Yes. They got the product and service. I believe you, you will want to do, but I never do survey. I never understand my customer. I never ask whether you want or not. I, he think that he's really Steve Jobs. Uh, I believe I want, then you confirm with one also. So that's that's one very fatal thing. Then the whole thing cannot market or cannot push. You send out Facebook, you send out Google, nobody click already, don't want to sign up, sign up already, don't want to buy. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know whether you guys catch this the way I catch this. Mm. It's kind of like an entrepreneurship question. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't think it's just a marketing. Correct. Because the way I look at it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so, so I, I, I got a privilege of talking to this guy who, who kind of tell me like, like because marketers, we are all marketers over here. We are good at strategy and tactic, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of business consultants, right? Uh, last night used to baffle me like, hey, you, if you're good in business, uh, marketing is one part of it. Man. How can you can't, uh, hire me to do the marketing consultancy part? Mm-hmm. Because business, there are four functions, SMOS, sales, marketing, operation, and finance. So they only can see things from a, from a certain level. At a tactic level, right? That's where marketers or sales or whatnot, or even finance. Like. So even at a business level, they will know, hey, we need to do more foreign investments. Okay, but I don't know what kind of foreign investments are. You can figure it out. So the finance guy, the CFO, going to figure it out. So we need to first differentiate first what is the tactic and what is the strategy. So at the business level, it's strategy. At the marketing level, it's tactic. Because, okay, simple example. Uh, sell chicken rice. So there's this uncle nearby. Sell chicken rice for five bucks. Okay, so I saw his business very good. So okay, lor, I go there and basically I say, you know, I'm a new guy. I make the same chicken rice and I'm gonna charge it at 450. Okay, I do 10 bucks. So my tactic that I use is I give uh, 10% cheaper and I managed to steal some of the customers over. And then after that, he decided to go free fall. You know what? Two bucks per nasi lemak, which means that I'm, I'm, I'm uh, for, for chicken rice. Chicken and then rice. in my mind, I'm thinking that, damn it, like for every 
chicken rice that I sell at two bucks, right? If I really follow that tactic, I'm going to lose mm. money, man. So I don't mm. know how the heck that he's going to make money because I didn't know that he supplies to all the chicken rice stalls in Klang Valley. So that store he opened up is just to entertain friends with me. So we sometimes don't see the strategy. We see the tactic. So if we apply that to marketing, right? So for example, let's say Andrew is my competitor. Both of us do email marketing consultancy. And every time I see his posting, he go to LinkedIn, he do posting, la, posting, la, posting. La, and I also follow. But that is the tactic. Tactic is something that people see. But I didn't know that after he posts, the moment someone comment, he PM the gut tepi. He PM that on the site. And then that's how he actually gets the sale. Yeah, that's the part that I don't see. So I only, that's so I will copy of uh, Andrew's strategy. I just do posting. After one month, I get nothing. And then I see he changed car already. Damn it. So I say, oh, maybe I'm lucky or stuff. It's, it's actually not that I'm unlucky or what. I copy the wrong thing. If I had copied his strategy, my tactics could be different. I would have probably achieved, uh, arrived at almost the same result. But if you copy the tactic, sometimes we can get deviated. Lah. Yeah, that, that's what I thought. So the, mm. there's always a we must differentiate what's the strategy and what's the tactic first. That I totally agree, hundred percent. So mm. I think what Manfred was trying to bring out here is I you you believe a lot of people focus too much on the tactic, but fail to see yeah. the strategy side of things. That's why when you're talking about you want to learn Facebook, you want to learn YouTube and all that, right? But eventually you're just talk, looking at, I just want to learn to do it, but you never mm. try to understand the fundamental, what is really the big picture that connects the, all the dots. Mm. Correct. Yeah. I think that, that that applies to a lot of people also because a lot because, of people... Because they see other people doing it and seem to be successful. They say, okay, right, yeah. the only way to grow yourself is to advertise on Facebook or... No, but it's a, it's a thing like, uh, like here, Jason, you're an expert in Facebook. And then, uh, then Andrew, you're an expert in email. But we all know that in the funnel, these two have to work hand in hand. Because right, yes. the Facebook ads that Jason does, maybe one out of ten buy on the spot. The other nine is like, hey, I don't know yet. So they, they need some nurturing. That's where email come in. Because if you continue to nurture with ads, you can, but... A bit expensive lah because retargeting and stuff is going to cost a bit. But if you nurture them two ways, if you do ads and you also do emails, right? So it's going to help rack up the trust a lot better. So I think uh, back to Manfred's question, I think a lot of times people say, hey, uh, uh, I think when you are a hammer, every problem you see is a nail. Yeah, yeah. So if you are a Facebook ad expert, right? I have no need to do Instagram, to do TikTok, I just silent all on Facebook only. But it, it's just one tactic, okay? And Andrew cannot say everything also have to do email. Actually, I can just shoot Andrew off. Uh, then where you get the emails in the first place? True. Right. If you don't Absolutely. do organic or paid ads, you're not going to fill up your mailing list. So I think that's where a strategist and a tactician uh, is different. Uh. So we must know awareness before change. Uh, we must know what's the difference between the two first. Okay. Just, just to add, uh, sometimes it's only channel on and offline. So online, the exposure yeah. for a person may be very short. No? If you have a physical right. store, you have many outlets. Say, example, in Singapore, you have many outlets. Your purpose is actually to draw them to, to the store. As in, say, example, I give you, since you've been buying uh, product ABC, I'm giving you a free sample ABC if you come and collect from the store. Of course, then people see this, people will come. Then at least know that your email is working correctly. The email is... is is real. Yes. Don't, don't respond. Then you come. Then your salesperson will say, oh, 
Thank you. This is the product ABC. Please sign here. Then we got extra, you no know, like McDonald uh, upsell, cross sell again. Uh. You buy this one at uh, 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 50% off or something like that. When people keep interacting, because physical shop, the, the touch point is more. Correct. You buy more from you. They say, oh, this is the latest stuff. They come here to get free stuff. End up, they buy this and they buy that. So that's the purpose. So there's, there's multiple things. The on and offline is, is important. So the. Yeah, actually, yeah. Hey, Manfred, you brought a really good point with retail. Okay, so another example we can give is now Chinese New Year, man. We're supposed to give <clears throat> tactic or strategy that's more Chinese New Year, right? So, uh, <laughs> so because uh, a common soft drink that people drink during Chinese New Year is uh, Coca Cola, uh, because red ma, ong ma. So, if Lotus or whatever hypermarket, yeah. Yeah, decided to do promo, which means that, hey, normal price, 30 ringgit, but because Chinese New Year pre-sale, 15 ringgit. No idiot, right, would walk to that mart just to bring, to bring 15 ringgit. And the moment you go in, sure, you realize that, hey, milk powder is so cheap. This one is cheap. Yeah. So if, let's say, a grocery shop, look at Jaya Grocer doing that. It's like, okay, la, you do 15 bucks, I also can do. Hey, that one is the tactic, la. The strategy mm. is that the moment someone go in, mm. they will end up buying other stuff. Yeah. But if your grocery shop don't have that retail or merchandising setup, a lot of people literally go in to buy the 15 bucks thing and they, they will just leave. And you end up losing money. Can and don't forget the bigger companies is the credit, lah, the credit terms that they get. So mm. all these are the strategies that you, I think when we work in the company, we know what are the things that happen inside. Uh, but from the outside, we only see oh, 15 ringgit for a carton of coke. Okay, la, I also follow that tactic. So that's a yep. lead loss strategy. It's not yes. a lead loss tactic. It's a lead loss strategy, you see. Yeah. Right. Nice way to differentiate. So, so also say example, now you already purchased $20. Uh, so another $10 product, uh, you get a free ang pao. Ang pao is not the cost is very low, but they know that you're greedy. Then you can, you surely want to buy this and that also. So you ah, never mind, I just buy. So the cut size is, increase you see yeah uh, the little things no just angpao no, now it's festive season uh, the other all the angpao you really like the design very nice got the tiger or oh, meow meow i can move some more uh, <laughs> i think this no, is this now. is the true story of a guy who fell uh. anyway so i mean guys, <laughs> anyway guys uh, just want to say hi to those who actually commented right if you're watching this uh, share with us your thoughts you know just put it in the comments so that we can actually bring up this discussion Good job to Manfred, really, to bring up these kind of crazy questions as a start. Right. But then again, just to say hi to whoever who's watching this. Hi, Anjali. Okay, Anjali is one Hello. of our guests. Yes. Yeah, Anjali is coming back, right? Anjali, are you coming back? I'm not sure. Okay, so yeah. So Anjali is watching and Adrian is watching. Kong si fa chai and kong uh, fa Enjoy your uh, you know, Chinese New Year celebration. And, you know, Richard, I think this is when... Maverick was sharing about salespeople, marketers, and all that. But Richard mm. actually put a remark. Marketers have to think like salespeople. It's a like, you know. Marketers have to think like salespeople. No? Well, what do you think? Between marketers and salespeople must work hand in hand. Because the salespeople right. are the, the front people who, who actually communicate with the customers on a daily basis. So they get a lot of intel. They really know how the customer look like in groups, in family. How many kids? Two kids, three kids. Uh, is the husband talking or the wife talking? What are they most concerned? What are they most buy? What are the concerns? What are the things they want to go buy but they never buy? What are the things they always buy uh, without thinking? So all this intel uh, is 
valuable for marketers. And what marketers, please don't always sit inside the office. Go talk to the salespeople. So uh, of course, buy them coffee and then they'll tell you everything. But I think if you were to follow Ma uh, Maverick's thread, marketers should think like business people. Mm. What do you think? True. Uh, okay, I, I don't want to put anyone in the silo, la, but <laughs> the truth is that, okay, uh, all of us have done sales before and we also know sales people. They yeah. are some of the most egoistic people on the planet. La. The purpose of oh, a go. marketer <laughs> is to protect the salesperson's ego. Because when the salesperson ego is on, right, man, they're on a winning streak. You know, they can close sales, uh, which is good. So how can a marketer juggle the salespeople's ego by sending them qualified prospects? The, so the moment the salesman, I'm the, the king of the hill, right, you give me right. 10 prospects and close all, right? Uh, it actually do, does the business really, really, I mean, do, it helps the business really uh, a lot. Lah. So I think segregation is never that, uh, ne never important. Like what Manfred mentioned, I think sales and marketing, they have to work together. But, the, but where business owners, the bosses come in is, you cannot measure the marketer with sales. Because, the, you know, with revenue and stuff. Because the marketer's job is to get qualified prospects. So you should measure like, okay, how many impressions you got, how many leads generated and stuff. So the KPIs are different. So that's why sometimes some business owners will ask, hey, Mary, can you train my salesperson uh, to become better marketers or not? Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest, uh, if the salesperson not to do marketing, right, uh, they will leave the company already. Uh, I can just go and look for all I need right now is another product or service. Or I can okay. just take Jason's Facebook course. I just, if I'm a salesperson who knows marketing, I'll just go, hey, Jason, you got a good product. Hey, can I sell for you? Give me commission. Hey, I don't have to work for Jason. I don't have to work for a boss anymore, but I can take any product to sell. So that's why large companies, they always separate the function. Right? Salespeople, uh, salespeople, marketer, marketer. I think sometimes they also like these two to fight so that these two don't realize that, man, if I know each other's skills, uh, I can tell the boss really. Yeah, so Divide and conquer see. at this press. But most of the time, true though. I think, time, I think it's true. Yeah. Most of the time, quarrel because of the MQL and SQL. So they think this is qualified. Right. Faster, so no, 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 no. This one cannot. This one won't. Uh, this is not qualified. Are you kicker la? Waste my time la? Yeah. So, but one thing the 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 marketer some some marketers are also held ransom by the revenue. Because the, the lead don't convert to sale, also their fault. Because then I say, yeah. ah, if the salesperson cannot make it, then how? Then my fault also. Uh, but you, you get it uh, also. Uh. Then the other thing is, uh, uh, what we want to share is, even you have a good salesperson, uh, getting a sales, good salesperson is really quite difficult. Building a good sales team uh, is even more difficult. Then you want to do oh, yeah. the sales team, uh, also provided the sales team willing to share. But no matter how you have a physical sales team, uh, you are going to have a lot of difficulty scaling and digital Correct. marketing can scale. Every time people ask me why digital marketing, uh, I always say can scale. Scaling is the, the most magical part that traditional marketing having a lot of pro problem doing. Uh, digital marketing can do that. But of course, I'm saying digital marketing is not magic. I always like to tell people digital marketing is not ATM. It's not you key in the key number, all the money will come out. No, it doesn't work this way. You still have to know your customer, know their needs. How are you able to, to address their needs itself via the, all the messengers? Like Facebook, you come out with 10 different copies to see which angle mm. actually will respond. 
then you know oh this audience this segment actually uh, are, are able to uh, have uh, some reactions to based on some of the messages correct but actually uh Manfred, you mentioned a point that's interesting so uh so uh, ge has been great sense being one of my clients lah. so uh so i'm nothing sensitive but i'm just mentioning something that we have all observed anyway so great eastern in malaysia they are the largest uh, insurance company twenty thousand over agents mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, aia is you know pretty close lah. but here's mm-hmm. a funny the interesting thing so a good analogy of sales and marketing in the same industry because both companies are selling the same stuff they are selling insurance policies mm-hmm. so even as consumers right frankly I don't care like AIA or what, you give me the best plan can I don't care which company you're from. Mm-hmm. So how can they differentiate? Uh, actually, the strategy itself, you'll notice is very different. So if you drive around Clang Valley, right, if you just look at the billboards only, if you look at a GE billboard, 60% of the time is on recruitment. Come and join the company, become an insurance agent, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Whereas... Uh, AIA, you will see they actually talk about their product. They get Nicole David, uh, they launch this uh, AIA Vitality Cup, which mm. I think is brilliant because anytime when I queue up at Jaya Grocer, sure God, I can hear one, ah, Miss, Mister, you got AIA Vitality Cup. No, after listening to 10 times, right, I will take out my phone and I'll Google what the heck is this Vitality Cup. Very so true. Yeah, even better than billboards actually because Very i just get on listen listen and, uh, and already on the phone i was just curious ma. so these are two companies aa versus ge ge is more sales centric why because they realize that if i got more sales agent can sell more ma. so i recruit whereas aia understood the concept of marketing if i can make my product easy to sell mm-hmm. it makes my salesperson's job easier and back to what Manfred mentioned, I can scale marketing, but it's going to be quite hard for me to scale my sales force. Like if 20,000 is 20,000, to, to get another 100 more, it's not easy, man. But to scale marketing, if I know this ad do well, right? Boom, I put in another 100K. And then it's going to make my salesperson's job easier. And more people want to join AIA right now because my company market. Ma. So that's why if you look at local franchises in the past, uh, franchisees are uh, always complain. I uh, stupid. I give you royalty to the franchiser, uh, the the main company. You all never do marketing for me, on. But McDonald, uh, after giving a few percent, they always do ma- marketing for us because big companies understand if they, the marketing is done well, the salesperson's job become easier. So yeah, so that's another case in point as well. Uh, different tactics, different uh, strategies, but same product. Since you talk about insurance, uh, insurance normally got two main things that is the most important. One is the brand. People seen the brand before. Oh, Great Eastern AIA won't tow one, won't, won't collapse one. Will be there one. They, they got Correct. the claim, confirm can get the claim one. So that's the branding part. Uh, that people seen your brand. Not some Kuching Kurak brand come in, then you don't know. I don't know what brand this is. Okay, that's that's the that's the one part. So the brand name. Then the other part, the re- reason when people buy insurance is heavily rely on the insurance agent, whether the, the client really like the agent or not. Uh, if the agent give me the kind of face I don't like, then sorry, I don't feel feel your love or uh, your dedication. Uh, then people won't buy. So mainly these two areas. But I also agree what Maverick has just shared with us. But uh, the tactics, I, I don't want to comment. I got a lot of friends working there. They <laughs> call me. Hey, it's my client, okay? So <laughs> there, there's a little more. <laughs> hey, yeah, man. <laughs> But I think it's fair, you know, this is really a good comparison, 
you know, it actually mm-hmm. gives uh, gives gives us a very, I mean, good 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 comparison between these two uh, job scopes. So I think there is no right or wrong, Richard. But thanks for bringing up this point. But I guess eventually, uh, depending on what you know the company wants and marketing and sales, both are very important. And I do agree that they work hand in hand. And somehow or other, you probably want to consider divide and conquer, right? So that's kind of like how a lot of bosses are doing anyway. So. Okay, now Richard, that's a good question. Thank you so much for sparking that discussion. Let me just see. to do a shout out to our friends from LinkedIn because our app apparently cannot track LinkedIn's uh, responses. Yes, that's right. So we've got Jeffrey yeah, from uh, Engine Baylor. We've got Sharon in and and, and Julia, Hello. of course. Rizal and obviously Bob. Okay. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, Bob is also watching on YouTube. That's why. Bob is also watching YouTube. Ah, Bob yeah. is watching both places. He's called Omnipresent, no? So ah, yes. this Omnipresent, yeah. present, no? He has multiple people devices. from multiple platforms. Ah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Bob was there, right? You know, he was yes. commenting that Maverick wearing yes. red, right? So that's yes. a good one. Okay, now, uh, wow, good conversation. I like that. You know, I think somehow rather because we were actually kind of like having a discussion. How how do we want to position this show? But then again, first thing first, this this is a show. That started by just three dudes wanting to come together and chat, you know. And on top of that, we invite some friends like Maverick, you know, uh, to come over to share their thoughts. But then again, I guess uh, the value of the show is really through the conversation, like how Maverick shared with us some of the case studies or some of the examples of good podcasters that uh, he he listened to. So if you guys have any questions about marketing or kind of like digital marketing or marketing in general. Feel free to pop in the chat whether you are on whichever platform that you are in right now, right? But mm-hmm. I want to guide, I want to bring, I want to lead this, you know, discussion into an, another question that Manfred brought up. It's, this is very interesting. I mean, this is kind of like a, a thousand year question. Branding uh, and marketing. What's branding and versus marketing? What do you think, Manfred, since you brought up this question? What is your thought? You know, give me oh. another rabbit and tata, this kind of like. Uh, no, 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 sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, marketing, I think everybody knows that marketing is to deliver your message to generate interest. But before that, uh, sorry, Manfred, I want to creep this up. You know, this mm. is a scary uh, comment that I want to bring it up. You know, you're watching from Maverick's house. Okay, what's that, man? <laughs> I don't know what you <laughs> guys are talking about. house, man, because unless I have to go out and see that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Manfred, continue. Sorry about that. So I was saying marketing is to deliver your message to generate interest. Then for branding, is the when when we receive the mark to share the stories to influence the message to nurture the relationship and to build the trust and customer loyalty so they are doing beyond the message itself so which one should come first normally when i when i start this journey i thought the branding will come first because people will relate to the brand but after you do so much i think branding is slightly more after the marketing how how you guys think about this I think branding and branding and marketing happens simultaneously. When you're marketing, you're branding yourself. When we are doing every action that we do, we appear. I mean, to me, is this, you know, every time you appear and show up, that's marketing. Mm-hmm. Every bloody video that I posted on my YouTube channel in the past, you know, close to seven hundred now, these are all marketing. But every time I do marketing. I'm positioning myself as a brand. People know me as Jason. People know my characteristic. People feel me in a way. They either like me or hate me. You know, we have haters now anyway, but it's kind of things how it goes. So I don't know. What do you think? That's my take. So branding is like your personality and marketing is how you show up or where you show up. That's to me. That's to me. 
That's for me. I don't know. Okay. Like Jason yeah, okay. now the Mickey so, Mouse guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, the way I look at it is because some I I mean I, as a as a dropout. So a lot of times this kind of stuff, right? It's like people are always <laughs> up for younger. What's the difference between all this kind of stuff? Because not only they don't teach you in school, but I think they got teach like this. I wasn't listening. Plus I was. Same here, man. But I think uh, one of the best ones that I got. Uh, which was really simple because if it's not simple, usually we forget anyway. So, uh, so branding is always the story that the target audience, it could be clients, it could be prospect, the target audience play in the head. So it's the story that they play in their head. It's not the story you tell because sometimes the story you tell and the story they play in the head is different. Okay, sometimes mm-hmm. you can force them, hey, no, we are like this, we are this, but in their mind, they already think of something else. Really. So it's the, so branding is always the story that almost like inception of the movie how, how, how they plan the idea so for example uh iphone for example when someone so so i uh, before switching over to a mac uh almost 10 years ago i used a sony video and uh super expensive like nine thousand plus ringgit which is almost five figure way more expensive than a mac but i realized that whenever i take out the video right nobody look at me like, like i thought chicks would look at me like man i'm carrying a nine thousand ringgit uh you know laptop and then i bring over to starbucks but nobody bothered but when i <clears throat> downgraded to a macbook air which is three thousand plus on me i noticed people look at me okay so that so price wise yeah somehow because the moment open and the light comes up people are like oh man wow very creative are you maverick i'm like okay what what gave you i just open up my mac and you immediately think that i'm creative because that's the message that Apple already planted in people. The moment some Jason take out his iPhone and take a photo, wow, that photo show nice one. Why? Because they're talking about iPhone. Scully, he, his finger is blocking the camera also. People don't care. As long as he take out the iPhone and take the photo, <laughs> it's going to be good. Now, that is the brand message that Apple has already put in. Uh, now, where marketing comes in, marketing comes in to magnify that message, mm. which means that if Kanye West is using the iPhone. If let's say a really creative person, Jimmy Chu, for example, uses the iPhone, you see, uh, creative people uh, use, use a Mac. Uh, that's why <laughs> all the smart people use a Mac. So marketing, the marketer's job is always a multiplier. No? So they multiply or magnify the story that's already in your head, social proof and stuff like this. So, so if you ask me which one comes first, okay, it really depends. If your business is already running, you focus on brand. Which is business, uh, which is your business already running, you got sales and stuff. Right? But if you're starting that time, I think it's easier if you focus on marketing first because uh, marketing, there's more ROI that you can track. Which means that, uh, and the start that time, you don't have a lot of money. Ma. Okay, so you you get very tangible and get very desperate because branding is a slightly longer term game. So when you are starting the business, you're like, hey, how can I do six months with it? I still don't get any sale. Uh, if you're doing too much branding, you become stressed. But it doesn't mean your branding don't work. It just takes some time for it to work. Only. So I would suggest if you are starting, focus on marketing first because that's the closer to the conversion process. But if your ship is already quite big, then you got some money, the customers already there, and then focus on branding. Because a lot of people so think about branding is just name and logo. Yeah, oh, no, I mean, yeah. yeah. But then again, seriously, I mean, just want to check, uh, Maverick. I'm not sure whether it's me or you. Uh, 
you know, your audio is kind of like, uh, you know, there's a there's a static sound, right? Static. Is it coming from who? The audio system it's, is uh, also excited when uh, Maverick share. Uh, I think it's Maverick side. Yeah. Static Sorry about a little that. bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah static. Is static from your side or my side? Uh, I, I, when, when he was talking, uh, they are static. Yeah. Okay, guys. I just want that's to make how, sure that. It's, that's, yeah. that's but then again, uh, Adrian agreed and said, well said, great explanation. Thank you, Adrian. Yes. Thanks, Maverick. I think so, you guys. I mean, basically, branding and marketing. Yeah, I would agree that definitely if you want to get your business afloat, then marketing first. In fact, sales yeah. and marketing. You know, just get the money coming in first. Then branding is something that you have to. It's over time. Yeah, it's over time, and you have to. It's all about showing up. You know, sometimes it, I mean, if yeah, you're talking about personal branding. No, actually, uh, like it or not, like what you guys are doing every week. Uh, remember, you count. You're counting seventy-two episodes already, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, indirectly, you are basically portraying consistency. So you don't say that you are consistent. Like, hey, uh, you know, believe me, I'm Jason Gunn. I'm very consistent. You, you can't say stuff like that because the more you say, uh, Jason, if you say you're consistent, means you're not, right? But uh, <laughs> by your action, every time 10 o'clock, uh, I switch on Wednesday and I see you, that builds consistency. Now that one is brand. Now you don't have, now we don't have to mention that we are consistent anymore. The, the seat is already there. Just like how some banks, right? Their values, their company values is integrity. And like seriously, you are bang like that one is automatic assume, you know, which means I put in money with you. Uh, I trust you to have integrity. If you have to put integrity as your company value, right? <laughs> what well, that one? Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I, maybe I want to deposit somewhere else already. Right. So yeah. well, uh, I think, you know, they are that they're implying that they got integrity, others don't. No, it's like saying, hey no, guys, I'm, 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 honest, uh, I'm, I'm very honest one. I'm very, very honest one. Uh, 100% I'm honest, honest one. Look at my yes. face. Yeah. Confirm, see, see. sure, honest. honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think, okay, I, I, yeah. Just to interrupt a bit, uh, for Apple, uh, the branding is actually more um, challenging the status quo, thing different. Mm. That's the underlying the why people buy their why. Uh, then Correct. how they do that because they, they design things beautifully make it simple make it user-friendly and so happens they sell uh, computers and handful the, the what la. and the, the brand part la, just want to share a bit uh, i think the brand is more of more than a logo a color scheme of product because the brand is more like a, a gut feeling of the product or service or organization the, the people's perceptions is formed based on the facts eh, that you provided to them la. That's are you brand. reading yeah for oh, them good explanation like come from textbook 100 percent. now just saying <laughs> just teaching you la. <laughs> powerful <laughs> i tell you no one like, teacher uh, teacher material well like uh actually what my friend talked about uh logo and all that right it's a symbol ma. so yeah. i so i was just re-watching the uh the christopher nolan's uh dark knight trilogy right, right. so uh batman so the moment oh, like, the working, awesome the, movie, right? yeah, the moment the light comes out at night, right? All yes. the criminals uh, are in fear already. But actually, right. Batman could be asleep. He could be dead actually. But the moment the logo is there, oh, yeah. shit, they're scared. Uh, but yes, uh, Andrew, I mentioned as I just realized that it was made. The last, the Dark Knight Rises was two thousand eight, right? Uh, twenty ten. Mm. But I realized the movie aged really well. Like if you watch it back. Uh, other than handphone, like usually handphone is the worst really. You 
you know how dated a movie is when you see the handphone that they use like right. matrix for example so my son had never watched matrix before so i'm thinking until he's like maybe 20 years old only show him the matrix right but the moment he see the nokia banana phone uh, <laughs> that's my old movie already but the whole concept of the movie i realized it uh it you know over 10 12, 12 years right it still holds very well that's why i believe christopher nolan uh, so being a is mm. a great storyteller and that is his brand as well correct uh, frankly if you ask me his later movies like tenant all that is not as good as the previous one but people still bang on him why brand uh, his brand is really there and he whatever shit movie he wants to do right now he can do that but last time i had to quite quiet because the branding is not there again so mm-hmm. that itself is also uh, a story so as, i think as a marketer sometimes you also as a philosopher almost everything can can you can see branding marketing or sales in process even though it's not in business yeah. I, I guarantee you uh every time you watch this movie first time uh, you don't understand and you have to pay ticket yeah. to watch the second time third time fourth time that happens to me Part so he's saving a lot of money from from the, the followers <laughs> uh. then somehow with all the conspiracy theory people see it in a different angle then it's blown up in the internet yeah, people can discuss like inception until today inception is 2010 until yeah. today 12 years are uh, people still ask hey actually the gassing uh, got dropped or not yes <laughs> until today still got people go back, ask, uh, did he really go yeah. back no 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 <laughs> yes right. yeah that, yeah it's what uh dark night and inception is you know sometimes when you when you feel like don't feel like working or you just go back to these movies you just don't watch the rest already. It, it, it's always refreshing yeah it comes from different angles correct but, but having said that i have to credit the uh hans zimmer the composer because i realized music composers right oh yes if you watch a movie without the music man the actors have to act until shit come out uh, then only the emotion will come up. Yeah, yeah. But if without the music, so I realized that sometimes marketers are also like the music composers because the salesperson is the one who brings the sale back, but who engineered the process. I'm not saying the marketers should take all the credit, but it's a team effort. So so after watching a few movies, and some actually challenged me, try to watch the movie without the music. Man, uh, Gladiator, Russell Crowe. It won't bring a single tear to your eye if there's no music. Also done by Hans Zimmer, so one of the greatest uh, composers out there. So wow. next time we watch a movie, we should look out for who actually created the music. Mm-hmm. Nah, I mean, imagine Star Wars without the theme song. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, man. correct. Or, or that the Darth Vader's theme. Correct. That's the thing. You become very small or like yeah. It's like what no that guy presence like, anymore, right? Correct. Okay, so the music is marketing. So that video already got some kind of brand, but the moment the music comes, even sometimes it didn't appear, the, 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 the music is there, his presence is felt already. So that's yeah. the power of marketing. Right. Power, so that's why brand and marketing, you have to go hand in hand. So you cannot fight actually, So because it's too integral. We so set up the scene for the sales to happen. Yeah, so in a way, sales and marketing can fight. Branding and, market, branding and marketing cannot fight. It's like a different True. layer kind of stuff like, in a way. Correct. Okay, good stuff. All right, mm. so Petra, anything to add on? Else, which Can question you... should I bring up now? Uh? I don't Can know. Yeah, any questions from this question? Uh, I, I actually wanted to put uh, what is branding versus marketing versus advertising. Actually, I want to put that. I was thinking the one are uh, three, three, well, making the question super complicated. No, you started with the first complicated one already. What, what the hell? Yeah. First one Why stop there? Hey, 
Adrian put a good quote. Uh, marketers are the composer, salesperson is the singer. Adrian, well, Adrian is true. an artist. Yeah. So uh, marketers oh, yeah, are the composers, right. salespeople. Ah, that's that's a nice one. That's a nice one. Thanks, Adrian. Thank you. Uh, well, yeah, but, uh, different people can sing the same song to different results, Anna. So very true. Very true. Yeah. Manfred can sing it. Uh, I thought you wanted to sing one, <laughs> one day. You say you're gonna supposed no, no, no. to sing. Yeah. So which one? Which one, Manfred? This one. We go this one. This one they're very deep, lah. You need to explain a little bit. This one, this one actually quite interesting. This one actually I, I read somewhere, so I actually prepared something to 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 break it up for your. Hey, you have to bring a brand consultant, ah. This kind of question. Oh, yeah. So so this one pass, ah. The one, ah. Wow. Okay. 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 Uh, what? Or you want to go for this? Well, which one? Yeah, this one is quite interesting. Product market fit. This is just now what I briefly cover. Because a, a lot of people didn't really think very well about the product market fit. So the the target audience, obviously, the base of the pyramid. Uh, the, Correct. The, the Actually, uh, my just now you talk about Steve Jobs. Uh, okay, because a lot of people will say that you create a product, people will come. Uh, because Steve Jobs said that, right? Okay, but you have to understand that Steve Jobs is three things. Like one, he's, uh, he's a genius. Mm. Second, he got shitloads of money behind him, investor-wise. And third, He's a dick. Okay, yeah. so if you don't follow his way, yeah. it's gonna, you, you're out of the company. So unless you are okay to be these three things, you have to listen to the market. So not everyone can create a product. No, uh, no need deny, no need the blackberry button, just, uh, just a piece of glass can ready. Mm. Uh, again, the three things are you have to be a genius first, you've got money to back you up, and even these two things, you still need the big one. You have to be super, super stubborn. Super stuff because you see the vision before everyone else, man. So yep. I think that's where a lot of entrepreneurs would think that uh, it's nothing wrong to want to become like Steve Jobs, but you need to take stock. Like, do you have that? What it takes. Yeah, mm. correct. Mm. So end of the day, I think listening to the market is a good start first. Mm. Yeah, that, a lot of companies are trying to, you know, they try to emulate what. Apple does with regards to marketing and ads and all those things, but they fail to realize that Apple on average spends about 100 million US dollars in ads. Yeah. You know, and, and at one point, there was, a, there was a, a YouTube discussion with one of the agencies. That's, you know, imagine uh, the agency TWA that's running for Apple, they actually set up a separate agency just to serve Apple. An agency spin-off just to serve Apple, nobody else. And that's kind of amount of money they spent. And when they run ads at the earlier days, when they were running ads for social media and all those things, they were not concerned about ROIs. They were not concerned about yeah. you know engagement and all those things. As far as they're concerned, I just want to spend my hundred million on ads to make sure it just flood the market. Yeah. You know. Any one of us will say, wow, what's our return? What's our ROAS and all those things? Those discussions never come across. Correct. So if you want to run, if you if you like us, you know, a small company and try to act like Apple to advertise. Um, it's a suicide. That's, that's it, man. Yeah, man. Correct. I totally agree. In a way, because, yeah, you know, it brought up a very good point. Immediately, it actually, either you have to fulfill all three of them, not just one of them, <laughs> you know, else you won't be able to just become Apple. And, of course, provided everything must happen as it is, you know. Yeah. We, yeah. So, well, good one. Product market fit is really something that you have to actually 
kind of like but so, so uh, also opportunity right so I mean okay talking about phones uh, BlackBerry so uh, BlackBerry actually became mainstream uh, because back then only business people would use it and stuff and this was very long ago like, it became mainstream because of 911 bombing because after the bombing uh, of the twin uh, of the two, two towers right in New York sorry two to bring it up guys who are in New York yeah, so, uh, so what happened was that every cell call, every, almost every other function doesn't work. You cannot call, you cannot SMS anything because of uh, the disruption. Only BBM, only BlackBerry, the emails were going through. So because oh. of that, a lot of people started adopting BlackBerry. And BlackBerry went, uh, Sky, this was in uh, 2001, uh, during the now one. So it's also opportunity as well. So yes, that one... Uh, would you say product market fit the market wanted email because they realized that and again uh, to set context back then nobody checked emails on their phone one. they are play, busy things okay oh. my, my, your phone can do calculator uh, your phone is damn awesome really so everyone want to check email have to open computer open laptop so blackberry was the first that allows you to you know just bring it around they, they were creating pages man. so from pages to that so they capitalized on the opportunity at the time yes blackberry is not as great anymore, uh, gonna slaughter left, right, center by uh, iPhone. But it doesn't change the fact that if BlackBerry wasn't successful back then, it may not pave the way for uh, Apple. So not to say who's good, who's bad, who lose or who win, right? But right. if you look back at the last 20, 13 year, 30 years, some mistakes were necessary to, to create whatever that we have today. So. So I think as a spirit of entrepreneurship, since you guys talk about digital marketing entrepreneurship as well, uh, sometimes we make mistakes, but we'll never know the mistakes we make today, right? It may actually cause something good to happen further. Now. So at the end of the day, just shut up and take action. If you think too much, <laughs> keep doing. just keep yeah. doing. Don't think. Yeah. If you yeah. think too much, it's not entrepreneurship really. That one, you, you, maybe you can become a lecturer or something. Become a philosopher. La. I think that's better. Yeah. La. Yeah, you philosopher, philosopher don't need to blame like, anything on just think. Right? Or become a politician. Yeah. Also, I can't think, think, talk, but don't do. Not, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a question coming from David. David, David C. Kiong. I don't know. I think let's call him David. What do you think of personal branding? Oh, that's a good one. It's a broad question. Personal branding. What do you want us to talk about about personal branding? To me, I, I think I, if you... Good. Good. Important. Uh, but you have to do it right, and uh, you can do it. You can do it fast in the digital era. I think if you want to apply right. back to the digital marketing side of things. So actually, Manfred uh, kind of answered that one uh, just now when we were talking about insurance. So yep. if two products are the same, you you like the you know it's either yep. the person is your friend, or wow, I always see this guy always all over social media. I think I can trust him now since he talks so much about insurance. So that's also personal branding or personal branding for a point of hey, that guy is a it's a single ma- single mother that like, I think I, I should support her because I'm also a single mother as well. So that's also another form of personal branding. So if you ask me, what do you think of personal branding? I think it's important, especially now when there are so many competitors. Product, because of China, I think every product you can find a copycat uh, at, yeah, uh, at the lower for, price. For personal yeah. branding, a, a lot of times when you mention this, I think of LinkedIn straight away, la, to be honest. But uh, for personal branding, I think one of the very interesting examples is property agent in Singapore. A lot of property, because my place is MOP as in five years already. Ah. So 
I have a swarm of property agents keep knocking at my door, put giving flyers, putting inside, asking me to, to sell. And, and honestly, I take all their flyers seriously and examine and see the differences. So none of hey, got the photo or not? I gotta ask huh? this. Did they put their photo there? Yeah, they put their photo. They put their photo, their contact number, the reason. But the reason cannot uh, cannot make it. Uh. I, so, the, so the pretty one got higher chance, is it? No. <laughs> getting my attention. Then the personal branding comes in is when I was on TikTok, people are uh-huh. talking about property okay. as a value as and they tell you, but they are not asking me. They're not knocking on my door at the most inconvenient time when I'm cooking or, or washing. So when I'm ready, I'm receiving information, personal branding. So I, I've been reading and I'm watching his information about why the process, the, the stamp duty, when do you sell, property will not always uh, uh, forever go up, so and so forth. Then I learned something new. Then yeah. the gap between the, the influencer, the, he obviously is a property agent also, is smaller. And when the time comes, I really want to sell property, I will think of him. I might consider him. Yeah. Instead of all those flyers, uh, and, mm. and keep keep knocking on my door, it's interrupting me at the, the, at the worst time. So, so do you not- mean in order to do effective personal branding, sorry to interrupt, Manfred, you yeah. have to do something out of the norm? You have Correct. to do something effective that people will want to bring in the distance. Obviously, the flyer is not working. They give me the house. Because everyone is doing the same. Uh, doing the same thing. The magnet to put on the, the calendar, put on the fridge one, is also not working. I also throw yeah, away. They put on the fridge some more. Wow, go to that extent. Uh. Wow. That is two. That is two. So they do different Scary. things. But the, the different thing is still not different enough. If I were them, I would do TikTok. Because if I have a lot of knowledge on property, in Singapore, there's this, uh this property lim brothers which is doing very good on youtube i i watched that interview i was so shocked to hear they got staging or they got staging furniture or they bring in they say okay i'm going to do filming then they will bring in all the furniture make this house like like a palace and the furniture will stay there for for house visit no? until the house is sold yeah the, the effort they put in uh is it's like i'm helping you to to sell your house no? So if you want to sell, you should find him, no? No, you should find him. Because the service, they show you their service level is is above and beyond. That is really a personal branding. That is, I cannot find someone who can do that level of commitment. Because staging for someone, they change the whole place. Until, this place really worth so much money, I'm willing to pay, no? Actually, what uh, Jason, you mentioned to do something that others don't or to stand out, right? Uh, Which is true. Like, uh, so... Very simple, like during Chinese New Year, I was just talking to Andrew as well uh, because he wished me first uh, and I noticed he put my name there. So he he personalized his WhatsApp message a bit. Yeah, man. Bow so I shot a video back to him. So video is the hardest to... Okay, you can do those generic video. So every, your grandma all the way to your sister-in-law get the same message. Doesn't stand out. But what is the cost of... The, just turning on your WhatsApp and shooting a video message. I can tell you the cost, 27 seconds. Mm. It only takes you 27 seconds to shoot a personalized video. And it doesn't have to be June. I just, hey, hi, Manfred. Just want to wish you and your family happy new year. Hey, let's, let's talk soon. Huh? Actually, the first part only you change. Like the rest of the part is, is scripted. Yeah. It's the same. same. But that is something that a lot of people don't receive. So again, is it digital marketing? Uh, I think so. Is it advertising? Uh, you don't put a lot of money. La. So sometimes people will say, hey, Maverick, that one cannot scale. La. 
A, if you're in the service business, right, and you're telling me that 27 seconds, you can't put in 27 seconds to build a relationship, I think I shouldn't be buying from you. Thanks for giving up this one. This one comes back to the first question of the direction and the tactics and the skills and the tools also. Very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Oh, but this one is just tactic only. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just yeah. a one tactic that other people are not doing. Uh, missing about. opportunity. Correct. Hey, 10 years ago, if I asked hey, Jason Jonas, shoot a video, which Kong with 10 years ago, he has to shoot the video, burn up everything set up, and then mail out. And then, hey, Andrew, you received my DVD, you know, I didn't receive it. Uh, but Whoa. now, everything's on the phone. All right, and yes. our phone, the front camera quality is so good right now that uh, you just need decent lighting and maybe good microphone. Just a yeah. small thing that I think most people miss out. Uh. You don't have to do Stay. Facebook ads. You don't have to do email marketing. It's just so, pick up the phone and shoot the damn video. In fact, all the contacts are in your phone already. You can do all this. Exactly. So it's still, it's still, you can still do this. Because we have another like 13 days to go for Chinese New Year, right? So cute, go do it. Uh, yeah, good the idea. good thing with the phone is nobody is going to complain uh, spam. Yeah, man. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. it doesn't go into spam. No, it, it, yeah. no chance. Oh, I mean, <laughs> if they delete you from the contact, then obviously you're not a friend anymore. Right. So. Uh, but I can tell you this, uh, because I've been doing it since yesterday. La, 100% response rate. And response not double take. La. People actually respond. So, yes. okay, you can say ads, like the response rate, how much? Email response rate, how much? But I think 100% is a bit hard to, hard to beat. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yep. So, so maybe things, correct. Yep. Yeah. So, you get, get the idea. So, the personal branding actually comes from the many faces. A lot of people would think that personal branding is something difficult to achieve. You know, I need to have a decent camera. I need to do all these things. To be very frank, personal branding is about things that you do. That's what I think. How you show up? How you show up. Yeah. How, how, show how up. you show up. You know, it's okay. really how you show up. Good okay, point. now we have two more questions. I Let's try to cover this. La. First is coming from Richard. I mean, over time a little bit, huh, guys, if you don't mind. Richard is asking ROAS sort of tactical metrics. Some marketing activities don't have direct link to sales. Uh, for example, top of mind. And then uh, I think that's a statement. And then after that, he followed by another question, which is product services development as marketing thoughts on this. Wow, a bit difficult to catch this thing. Huh? Yeah. Mm. yeah, the good thing about because his, his question is so vague, we can pick an angle and answer from the best angle that yeah, we can. Yeah, we just probably, we have one more question from Jeffrey, so we probably will spend like a bit, I mean, let's try to help uh, Richard a bit over here. So, yeah, uh, okay, uh, if you ask me, uh, I mean, just a short one, ROAS is a tactical matrix, yes, correct. But like what uh, Andrew mentioned about what Apple did, just like putting their logos everywhere and stuff like this, uh, that one, you can still measure by impression. Uh, you know, if people visit your website, you can measure things like bounce rate and site visits and stuff like this. So, uh, so, you know, it, uh, so in, in a way, it is, you can still measure it. Uh, very, uh, branding sometimes is very hard to measure. I know when you change your logo from square to round, uh, I, I cannot tell you uh, how they calculate. Uh, but when you put a billboard, uh, somewhere on the highway and let's say they say how many cars go by you, you can do an estimate already so sure. i think at if let's say your idea is, is visibility like uh russell taylor russell taylor is very good at doing air fryer so what they did at federal highway uh because they were targeting i think the shark alarm and clan folks man they are they just put the ads over there 189 ringgit for that's it uh, air fryer uh, then their sales go up. So you can measure it directly. But even without that, right? I, I Okay, I'll be honest. I didn't buy the air fryer for the longest time, but it triggered in my mind. 
when people ask me talk about air fryer, I always remember Russell Taylor because every day I drive past, I saw him. So mm. how do you measure that? Yes, you can based on impression, no? as, uh, and frequency. Yep. So okay. So that's that's that. Okay, I would agree. I don't want to uh, dwell on that. So what about this product service development as marketing? Product service development as marketing. You mean that as you develop this oh, thing? Kickstarter. Kickstarter project. Kickstarter. Oh, okay, okay. Is that just you crowdsource your uh, basically you crowdsource your market first lah. It's like you you have an idea to build something and then you basically go and do focus group with your target customer. Say that we are building this mm. and uh, to see whether you like it or not. So this one, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll take from the angle lah. So a uh, lot of attractions uh, author Michael Lozier. So so he told me this because he's not an author. He he. If I'm not mistaken, he actually worked in the government uh, office, but he is always fascinated with law of attraction. So what he did was that he actually paid someone to design his book cover. That was, uh, but the book uh, is not written yet. He just paid someone to do the book cover only, and every Thursday, he would do a community meetup. Hey guys, you know what? Just gonna talk about this law of attraction thing. You just tell me your stories and stuff like this, and he did that for three years. He collected all the stories, and that's how he has enough material to launch the book. And because he's an unknown publisher, uh, unknown author, no publishers don't want, uh, wanted, no one wanted to touch him Correct. because no, no track record, ma. And what he he basically sell to those people who came to his meetup, and within a short hour, a few hours, he managed to sell like a thousand copies. That's how the publishers uh, decided to bring uh, his book, and that's how he went to Oprah actually. Powerful. So sometimes, so what he was telling me is that I mean, what I got lah is you don't have to spend time to build the product first. But he did say he spent some money to to ask a designer to do the cover lah. He said, "Hey, this is a book I'm gonna launch. Uh, just you know, doing focus group and stuff like that." That's product development, if you ask me. Yep, that is. Congrats, a good way. That's a very good way. MVP, right? So it's just like yeah. similar as we start doing the course, right? And then when people start buying, then no choice lah. Have to do the course lah. Yeah, correct. This is like the thing that we did, right? Is I like do it yes. all the time. Nobody buy, yes. then I don't need to do lah. Got people buy, then oh, okay, no, don't yeah. do it. That's then we do it That's up. Yeah, that's a good one. Thanks, my friend. Okay. Uh, now, I mean, want to bring us to the last question from Jeffrey. Jeffrey, yes. Yeah, Jeffrey is asking. Marketing teams are finding it difficult to integrate with dev DevOps. I mean, environments. What do you guys think? I mean, first, help me with DevOps. What do you think? Development operations. Development operations. Uh, development operation environment. To integrate. You Why mean, are they all they finding yeah. difficult to integrate? It's a technology issue, isn't it? Is it a technology issue? Yeah, culture uh, from the culture point of view that cannot numb or what? Yeah, Jeffrey, I'm, I'm yeah. not sure if you are still here. Can you actually fill us in? Mm. Jeffrey, yeah. if you if it's from a cultural like people character, uh, you know, uh, background, then I would think is is expected because marketers are supposed to be creative uh you try to merge with the finance people they say hey, don't create this stuff it's black and white operation is all about punctuality what time hey your roi how much ROI, how much so so that's why sometimes even with the pr pr is sometimes the hardest to to measure really. oh we do this pr event then then how so that's why nobody likes the cfo in the meeting one uh, how much are we going to get from this sometimes a lot of stuff you cannot calculate. So, uh, so Tun M, Tun M uh, told me this before. In any other country, they would, as a government, they would 
always locate R&D budget, you know, to research stuff and stuff like this. But in Malaysia, the problem is that they expect an ROI on R&D. Look, the purpose of R&D is to experiment or to find stuff and all. There's no guarantee ROI one. If there's guarantee ROI, it's not research and development, it's production already. So, but, uh, okay, this one is a story that he told, that's why I remember from him. Like, uh, shit, what was the... Viagra. Oh, no, okay. uh, no, oh, uh, yeah. Viagra from Pfizer. So Viagra was a product of years of R&D, but it was never cre- it was never researched as a tool, you know, for sex or whatnot. It was actually to, to uh, help those uh, with weaker hearts, to help, uh, you know, the blood to plump, uh, plump yeah. uh, better and stuff like that. But they realized that it has some very bad side effects, but they kind of rejig it and make it to Viagra. So that's why a lot of times different departments are expected to function differently. The marketers are supposed to be creative. Salespeople are supposed to be aggressive. Yeah, can do, can do. How are? Uh, don't even <laughs> ask them that shitty question. Nah, that you pop on steam only. Just, just buy la, buy la. Can one. Yeah, just can one. The operations are the guys that, oh, uh, they, they are. So salespeople are the one who is the kite. The operation is the one pulling the string one. But you need that kind of dynamic. Like, imagine the whole team, uh, all kite on. Thank you, man. You're. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone literally fly kite on Nila. Fly kite, fly kite. Oh, fly kite. Okay, Jeffrey, Jeffrey came in and filled us in on uh, okay. this question. He said, approach from a speed standpoint, okay. DevOps is continuous improvement process and often marketing is trying to catch up. Right. I think, mm. yeah, I think Maverick puts it in a very, uh, you know, fundamental and solid way, which is I think different departments just work differently. And I guess this is a boss job to find a way to integrate this both. Rather than integrating, I think let's see whether we can. Actually, the marketing, okay, uh, catching up may mean a couple of things. So it's like maybe the, they developed, they created new features and the marketing team don't know how to market that feature. Okay, but here's the problem. Is the development team creating a feature that the market don't want? So that's why the marketers are catching up. Because they're like, hey, how come you put out this feature? We don't know how to sell. So sometimes don't know how to sell is maybe the marketers are not good or you are creating a feature that the, the, the market actually don't want. So I think in a way, the marketers are the one that should be going out to the salespeople and find out what are the features that you need. The uh, simplest way is at the moment, I think Jeffrey is an email engine, right? Engine mailer. Engine the moment yeah. someone sign up, always ask them hey, why, you know, uh, can I know why, why you decided to sign up with us? That insight could be more important than whatever the feature you're going to build. So double down on basically the strength. So marketers should be the one kind of like having those kind of conversations or even focus group. Uh, focus group, uh, bring a couple of clients together and just ask them, hey, uh, what are the things that you want? Uh, so I think that's how the marketers shouldn't be left behind. Like they should be the one leading it. They take the feedback, tell the ops team, okay, these are the three features that we need to build because our customers say that uh, if we have this three, it's a perfect product. So I think that's how everyone can be in sync. Or oh, the other thing that, that you need to is the marketing would basically need to ask the DevOps team exactly why do you build this particular feature? Yeah, correct. Sometimes they shot some theory also, right? Oh. If you build something that nobody wants, then that's kind of like a waste of resources and everything. That's why the marketing right. needs to play catch up. I agree with Maverick. Yeah. So, so there has to be that to and fro because I came from a software development house 
Mm. And and most often time the developers build this one because the boss thinks that that is the market that they that could be solved by this particular feature. So they build <coughs> it. Steve Jobs wanna be, but yes. Yeah. So so then without understanding the reason why they need to build this particular feature, because boss say I want this particular feature, they build it, and then when when we came in and say try to explain it to the customer. It becomes a totally disconnect because, as far as concerned, the customer don't really need this. It's a nice yeah. to have. So for marketing, is we need to then interface and really understand from DevOps what do they do? Because DevOps' responsibility is, you want this, I would. My responsibility is to ship the damn thing. I don't care how elegant or whether it works or not. Well, it works lah. But basically, I just want to ship this. If I ship this, my job is done. So I say even customer support or customer service, uh, those are great uh, places where you can collect with the features as well. I know, I know, I know they got roadmaps and stuff like this. Uh, like with GIS, the CRM I'm using. So I just ask, hey, you got a lot of cool features with bots and stuff like that, but uh, can you have a function to duplicate forms or not? Simple, basic shit. Can you just duplicate the form, uh, allow a right? click and it can duplicate the form that's it uh the bot stuff all that awesome i, I don't need it yet okay I, I don't use it yet i don't know how to use it yet but if you can duplicate the form man it can help me uh, replicate my landing pages a lot easier so, so that one is because i asked and then they basically uh created it so i think if devops work from a point of uh like first customer inquiry user inquiry one and then trying to understand for someone like maverick asking this feature and this feature and this feature, what is he trying to achieve? Then only you build that ultimate feature that uh, that I don't see it as a customer. Because sometimes mm. I'm short writer. I just want to duplicate the freaking form only. But I want to duplicate the freaking form is because I want to speed up the process. Now, what can you do on your side, on the CRM side, that can help me speed up the process? That should be the ultimate goal that I cannot see. La, because yeah. I'm excited, yeah. but I only want to... What is a symptom? What is a problem? La? Exactly. So that's where uh, uh, sometimes the DevOps team, that's why having a CTO is useful. Because CTO is at the, in the helicopter, they have a bigger gestalt view. The coders sometimes, even ourselves as marketers, we are, let's say we want to go into TikTok marketing, we will like go into this hole of TikTok marketing and we ignore everything else. So right. then we'll start thinking, well, TikTok is the best like, stuff like this. Stuff. But the moment we think like a hammer, as the marketer, I think we are screwed uh, because we are only just like just now we talk about Batman. Uh, if, if Batman every time go, I uh, just throw his battle rank on me. I think eventually the villains will be. Uh, we just watch out. Uh, the moment he plays friends, I'll be seeing. You know already. Cannot lie. Surprise, ma. So must have the belt. But Batman has proven again and again without the belt, he can still be awesome. So it's actually it's, yeah. what's inside. Mysterious. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Wow. Thank all you right. so much for, for the participation, everyone. And thank you so much for, you know, all these crazy, awesome sharing, right, uh, Maverick? So, guys, um, thank you so much for watching with, I mean, for watching yeah. up now. This is the yeah. longest episode ever. So Chinese New Year edition. Yeah, Chinese New Year Just one simple wow. Oh, you're not going to do wow? Okay, okay. Oh, you're going to do wow. What about wow? Ah, Now, this is the unpow session. Correct, this is the Angbao okay, session. Can you all see the screen that I'm sharing? The set stop XYZ. Wait, I'm bringing out the screen. Stop, talk. stop, stop, stop. Wait. Wait, what? Wait, what? What's happening? Okay. No, no, no. I'm trying to bring up the screen. Uh, Lama. Okay, oh, okay, there you go. 
So can ah, see okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, Well, Jason will put it in the Facebook and uh, YouTube. So this one discovering uh, performing ads in your industry. This is still uh, still a very <coughs> uh, elementary because there's only a few industry. So example, I choose education. And you can What's see this? what is currently active in Facebook and IG. Oh. Yeah. And they actually say starting running on 20th October. I think this is still active. So you can look for those running for a very long time. Uh, this one is 31st March. So something is working. Uh. Oh, so they took it from the X library, is it? No, I think something like X library, but this is this is a, a bit similar to Big Spy also. So quite interesting. I I, I find it uh, I recently just discovered this. So you know, can play around, but of course the industry is a bit limiting now. Yeah, but I think but uh, what you mentioned right? just now, uh, Manfred is correct. Like if you notice those ads that have been running for a long time, especially from a big company, right? Okay, it's either their marketing team sucks <laughs> or they got a lot of money or the ad is working well. Because if they are smart and the ad is working well, uh, they, they will keep it. Like, why do they want to keep it? Running? it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. Actually, this one, this one almost running for a year. You see, yeah, yeah. Copy the copy and uh, the images. Uh. so this is some references that uh, well, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery, uh. Just be careful that just look at don't look at the tactics alone. Understand yeah, yeah. why we do that. Yeah, understand the strategy. So that's the one of the biggest takeaway for us tonight. Absolutely. So, all right. I think that brings us to the end of the show. This is one hour and twenty-one minutes down already. And thank you so much for joining us tonight, Maverick. Maverick, for, thank you so much. You know, spending your time hey, with us and for all the awesome sharing. And thank you everyone who is watching up to now. And uh, for and one more time, we would like to wish everyone happy Chinese Year, Kong Sifa Chai, and have a great Water Tiger Year ahead. All right, we do this every Wednesday night. Join us next Wednesday, and we were gonna be like discuss about what yeah. next Wednesday. Anyway, <laughs> Mel, really, what's that all about? Anyway, watch out for whatever that is gonna come next week. Okay, see you next week. Thank you. Good night. Hey, bye. Happy bye. 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 Bye.